Kings Castle Airport Cosmic Fleet Voyager, sold separately from LEGO Systems. Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 142 of Eddie and Caleb Serocast. Of course, my name, as always, is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. That's I am Caleb, and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at E-C underscore hero. Check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast, and our Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. The recording date is Thursday, January 19, 2023. And, Eddie, we are here to review the Lego Batman movie. How you doing today, man? Oh, I'm doing all right. Crappy weather. But uh, other than that, everything is awesome. Well, that's... How's uh, that for a that is an all. That's a good segue, That's even though good. it's not the right Lego movie. Yeah, but I mean, Will Arnett was Batman in the Lego movie, so it works out um, to an extent. Uh, that being said, I mean, things are going pretty good over here. I'm uh, being more accepting of my current situation, uh, but at the same time, still just waiting on a call. <laughs> still waiting. Been, been a, She'll been a call if she knows what's good for her. Yeah, she will. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure that out. But such is life. Uh, what is your history with the Lego Batman movie, or do you have any? Hmm. Not only do I have history with this movie, I have history with Legos. Oh. You play Legos, or did you? I haven't played with Legos since I was a small child. Well, see, I never did. I never got into them. But yeah. those targeted ads on Instagram got me. I saw a targeted ad for Lego Mario, and I thought, I saw a targeted ad for Lego Mario, and I thought, that looks fun. I must have it. And now I've got pretty much almost the whole Mushroom Kingdom. I don't have a castle yet. I need that, but I also don't have a lot of space, so I also need space. So it's kind of on hiatus for the moment. I would love to get mm, you I would know, love you to expand into DC and Marvel. I want that Daily Bugle building real bad, but it's like $300, which is a lot of money to justify spending on Legos. But one day. Yeah. See, that, see that's why you need a kid, so you can make that justification. Oh, I'm working on it, but... Uh, I'm, I'm sure you are, pal. Uh, well, the other thing I was going to say, um, I saw the Lego movie, and it was fun. Yeah. I loved it a lot. I saw this, same feeling, kind of. Lego Movie 2, the magic was gone. I don't know what it was. I tried to see, I rented it, and I was just like, I I don't know. It's just, the feeling's gone. I don't know what it is, but, uh, yeah, it just, and I guess that's why there hadn't been any more, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I couldn't put my finger on it, but, like, the second one, I just couldn't get into at all. Oh, well. The second one just came across as kind of cynical, from what I remember. Like, they even make jokes about that in the movie. I don't even remember it. I just couldn't get invested into it. I'm just, like, watching it. I'm, like, not feeling it. And I I, mm. I couldn't even tell you what it was about. I honestly can't. I don't remember it. It just... I watched it, and it aired while I was in the room, and that was about it. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I this is a movie that I bought at, uh, I don't know if you guys have Vintage Stock. Do you have that? No. 
Okay, well, I bought this on Blu-ray at Vintage Stock for, for like four years ago and watched it for the first and a half time today <laughs> around two o'clock this afternoon. So that's about my history with this movie. I remember seeing trailers and you know, like, ah, now I'm good. This is pre-movie pass and pre-Regal Unlimited and everything. So, you know, you didn't just go to the movies at will because, oh, I need something to do. You know, you had to justify those purchases, at least in your mind. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know about you, I've actually had a problem, like, getting my happy ass out to the theater here lately. I don't know if it's just, uh, could be depression, but, uh, <laughs> just, I just haven't found myself very, very interested in going to movies lately, man. But I saw, February, uh, I saw Plane. I really, I really liked that. Yeah, Plane, it looks like one of those, like, maybe I would rent it or watch it on Netflix or something. Um... And then Megan, that's another one, which I'm surprised it's got like a 90-some-odd on... Uh, I'm still what? not convinced that's any good. Have You haven't seen it yet? No. Well, John saw it. He said it was fine. So. Yeah. Did he say it was fine? Yeah, he's like, it was fine. He, he expected it to be really horrible, but he said it was yeah. fine. And uh, usually when you say it's fine, that's just not... I, I'm, I've lost interest in, with that. And yeah, that's code for maybe I shouldn't spend two hours' time watching this. Yeah, I'll probably see, uh, what is it, A Man Called Otto or whatever. Might see that. Oh, yeah, the um, Tom Hanks f- feature. Yeah, and Knock on the Cabin Door or whatever. That looks pretty good. I want to see what the oh, twist yeah, is. The new... I want to see what the twist is. The twist is that Batista's character is a homophobe, and he's just going to Batista bomb everyone. I could, honestly, that, I thought about that. I'm like, what if there is no apocalypse, and Batista just hates this gay couple? That would be hilarious, but also that there's no way that's the twist. What it's the, too simple. It's it's What if the twist is there is no twist? What if the twist is we finally find out how big Batista's... Uh... <laughs> Member Ooh. is <laughs> now. If you want to find out, if you want to find out, you just got to ask Melina. That's it. Oh, but yeah. yeah. But anyway, enough about Batista's dick and all that. <laughs> my, my real quick. My favorite part of the trailer is he's like, "We're just normal people like you." It's like, Dave, you're you're anything but normal. You're like six five, giant, covered in tattoos. You are not a normal person, mm-hmm. just like these two. You're uh, half, just you're <laughs> half Filipino. <laughs> he's just yeah, he's a no. It's like no, you you are not just a. That's another thing, because here aren't like not to stereotype, aren't Filipino men kind of small? It's not a stereotype because it is true. Yeah, and yet Batista is still somehow half Filipino. Well, I mean. Yao Ming is also really tall, and Chinese people have... I, I yeah. think a lot of Asia, it's just they're shorter. Um, I don't know. Maybe the half that wasn't Ooh. Filipino was tall. For just me. dominant as hell I, in I genetics. Guess. He still blocked, uh. he still blocked <laughs> me, so I can't hear his tweets about how vaccinated he is. Yeah, he's triple vaxxed, triple boosted. AF. Hey, real quick, because we got to get this on the road. Um, champions in wrestling... Batista? Universal Champion. Oh, no. Oh, that'd no. Be cool. This 
Yeah, no, this came out February 10, 2017. Uh, Universal champion, Kevin Owens. WWE mm. champion for about a couple more days, John Cena. God, I hate it. NXT I hated when he lost that. That was so depressing. Oh, oh two weeks later? Yeah. yeah. yeah go on. Yeah. I'm just going to get mad if I talk about it. NXT champion, glorious Bobby Roode. actually saw him win that. actually saw Cena and Bobby Roode win those belts in person. Um, and that was just after the Royal Rumble. Uh, Impact World Champion Lashley and Ring of Honor World Champion Christopher Daniels, and he actually won it on that day, on February 10, 2017. That might be a first for the podcast. Christopher Daniels? Yeah, I think it is. Oh, someone winning the belt like on the day that the movie comes out. Oh, oh, oh. Because uh, movies yeah. don't come out Saturdays or Sundays, you know? Typically not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Number one song, Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Probably his best work, let's be honest. Either that or Castle on the Hill. Hmm. Could be. You disagreeing? I'm just not big into Ed Sheeran, so... Well, to be fair, I think he's more marketed toward women, so that kind of kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, what were you doing around this time? Being fat. All right. Uh, no, this came out like I said. This came out like roughly like two weeks after I went to the Royal Rumble. Uh, just kind of plugging my life away, working. You know, that's really about it. <laughs> I so I mentioned so last I, week. Yeah. I, Go ahead. Oh, I mentioned last week got the promotion. Well, this week I started the new job, which I, again, found out really wasn't quite the promotion I was hoping, but it was something. Uh, what did I work? I worked 7 a.m. to 3.30, which eh, it was okay. Um, I remember the very first day we got to do the whole get-to-know-everybody, and one lady had mentioned that she just went and saw, oh, what movie was it, uh, Assassin's Creed. And she's like, oh, I really loved it. And I was just, like, biting my tongue, like, don't say it. It was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> like, it was so bad. And, like, the instructor was like, did you see it? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you didn't like it, did you? I was like, nah, not really. <laughs> it was... I mean, and the thing is, is it could have been not that bad if they had just gotten rid of the whole time travel aspect of it. But... Ooh, mm-hmm. It was it was Michael Fassbender just being it was like Michael Fassbender being Nicolas Cage. It was just weird and not a good mix, and like the action was okay, and then like they would go back into the future, and it's like okay, the movie stopped having fun. And, uh, I mm-hmm. hated that, but uh, yeah, that was my big promotion to a job that. Uh, well, let's see what uh, at some point in 2019 would become eliminated but i would already gone by then spoiler alert for my life <laughs> yeah spoiler alert spoiler alert from the ed man mm-hmm. for the ed man's life uh let's see here what do we want to talk about facts and figures yeah did pretty good we got budget of 800 million Box office three hundred and twelve million. So that puts it whoops. Where does that put it? 
uh, puts it at 232 million 277 with the ever increasing inflation but it is right it is 41 on the list right below Fantastic Four of 05 the good one I guess better one the best of the worst (laughs) and right above Captain America the first Avenger yeah and Mm. let's see critics 90% fans 80% wow everybody loved it except 30% except 10% of critics and 20% of fans Mm, what a shame got quite a cast to go over we I mean you don't really have to analyze their performances because it's voice acting i know but uh how about tom cruise that's a big one what yeah you didn't see him in the movie no how could you miss him i didn't see him i didn't see him in the movie he's not in it what are you talking about yes he is he plays a character named jerry Maguire. oh I'm gonna reach through my phone and punch you in the face. Well, he did. Yeah. Well, the extra day's over. Shut up. Yeah, she had me at hello. Yeah. How about, uh, we got some shout-outs, though. We got Billy D. Williams finally got to do Two-Face. That's fun. Finally got to do Two-Face. That was cool. That was actually cool, even if it was just a, just a sight thing, and I don't think he had, like, any lines at all. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think he had a couple, but nothing major. Uh, a name Just I never thought friend. would come up on the podcast, Conan O'Brien as the Riddler, which I actually think would kind of work if they did a live-action movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Conan's a good actor, but yeah, like he definitely looks the part. Yeah, if you did like a campy Batman, it could kind of work. Uh, oh, for sure. I love uh, their podcast, so I'll shout out Jason Manzukis as Scarecrow and uh, Zoe yeah. Kravitz as Catwoman, her first appearance as Catwoman. Yeah, I was going to say her first appearance as Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Ray Fiennes. It's hilarious. They had Ray Fiennes in this, and they also had someone else playing Voldemort. That's true. Um, I like Douglas Benson's portrayal of Bane, where he just did a blatant Tom Hardy ripoff. Pardon me, did you say Douglas Benson? Yeah. Why? Why'd you church his name? It's Doug, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's Doug. Oh, by the way, we don't, you know, go over, like, we don't pour over voice acting performances, but if we did, star of the movie has got to be Michael Sarah. Yeah, that did really well. I'm just, yes, yeah. Will Arnett, of course, he's the main, he, he is the man. The Batman. Yeah, he hosts the Lego, the Lego show, which I actually enjoy. Yeah. Rosario Dawson, Bay showed up, man. I know, she just can't quit me. Yeah, she can't quit you. Do you notice Siri was credited in this? <laughs> I did not. As I, a computer? I would love to know who Brent Musburger played. He's listed as a cameo. I, I could not uh, find him. Maybe, maybe he played Brent Musburger. Let me search. I, I thought I would hear him because I'm like his voice is so iconic. Uh, I figured I would, but I, he never stood out. Let's see in the Lego Batman movie. Mm. 
Eddie is a I'm reporter. He was played a reporter. I mean, yeah, I guess there's a few reporters. Eddie Izzard as Voldemort, uh, Seth Green as King Kong. I miss Jermaine Brent Clement. Musburger. <laughs> nice. Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords played Sauron. That's pretty cool. Didn't you watch college football when Brent Musburger would get horny over the college girls? Yeah, it was mostly over, what's his name, A.J. McCarron's girlfriend. Ellie Kemper that as and, Phyllis. Uh, Cor- Lana, that's where she got discovered. Yeah, Lana Aaron and, from uh, the office. Yeah, Ellie. That's a name I didn't think would come out here. Ellie Kemper, mm-hmm. Mariah Carey yeah. as the mayor, <laughs> Channing Tatum as Superman, reprising his role. Jonah Channing Hill Tate reprising Yum. his role. No, stop. Oh wait, have you seen that movie yet so, or not? Yeah, this is the end. Yes, I've that's seen right, it. You saw it. Sub guys. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of, Jonah Hill as Green Lantern. Adam Devine from The Workaholics as The Flash. Uh, Hector Elizondo as Jim Gordon. You mentioned Mariah Carey as the mayor. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, Zach Galifianakis as Joker. I thought he did good. How? I didn't, but I should have. Because, yeah, he was great, actually. Ralph Fiennes And it's funny because Alfred. I could see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Rafe, but go off. Rafe, whatever. Yes, Chef. Yeah. Yeah, I need to see that. Isn't that on a streaming service somewhere? Yeah, HBO. HBO? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll watch that at some point. Also with our, right after our, our, our star of last week's movie. Yeah, Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy. And is future it, New Mutant. Is it, Anna, is it Anya, Anya, or Anna? I just went with Anna, but... I don't well, know. because I know there's a Y in there, so it kind of messes things up. I don't know. ATJ. Mm. Yes, ATJ. She does the RVD thing whenever she shows up at places. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slate as Harley Quinn. Did you ever watch uh, Parks and Rec? Yeah. So you remember her as John Ralphio's sister? Yeah. Give me money. Yes. Uh, money, please. Money. So Money, such, please. Such a great parody on, like, just people. <laughs> I, I no. can't even think of, like, there's so many people like that. Not to that extent, yeah. but, uh, yeah. No, that, that 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 is definitely an extreme version of nepotism uh, to the point mm-hmm. of parody, like you said. Um, did we miss anyone that needs a, a shout-out? A couple of... Uh, comed- comedians voicing, you know... Uh, Clayface and Poison Ivy. I recognize one of them from uh, the recurring role in Scrubs, and the other one I have never seen in my life. Seth Green, he was a uh, yeah. He had a voice. Yeah, yeah, he was King Kong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Swamp Creature. Right, I, think... I don't even remember Swamp Creature. <laughs> Me either. Unless I think it... with that, I think we're pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, unless it was the, I, I called it the Kraken, I don't know if that was supposed to be Kraken, um, whatever. Anyway, yeah, uh, it, was, it was a very good voice cast. Uh, I like when you can fit tons of cameos in there, it's fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's get started. We open with uh, just Will Arnett saying, Black. <laughs> <laughs> It's like every movie uh, starts with black. 
actually he's just explaining he's like you open a open black then you see the credits and then he's kind of just talking you through the credits and how everything is cool and like oh this looks cool and we see gotham city skies it's a plane and they're hauling tons of explosives over the airport nothing can go wrong but the yeah, plane is not. broken into by the joker and his henchmen uh the pilot's not worried he's like yeah batman will stop you he always does <laughs> yeah he's completely unbothered yeah he's like oh no, no batman's gonna show up joker says not this time he sees i've got a plan you see gotham is under attack from all of the villains and we get quite the rundown <clears throat> riddler oh my god scarecrow bane two-face clayface which i hope is not the only movie appearance he makes Catwoman, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, Penguin, Crazy Quilt, Eraser, Polka Dot Man, who does show up later, uh, Vibe, Tarantula, King Tut, Orca, Calendar Man. He's actually cooler than he looked in this movie. Uh, Catman. That just can never sound cool. Uh, Clock King, Condiment King, Egghead, shout out Vincent Price, Gentleman Ghost, The Kabuki Twins, Killer Moth, Kite Man, Magpie, Man Bat, March Harriet, the Mime, Mutant Leader, Red Hood, Zodiac Man, and Zebra Man. He says they're all real, probably worth mm. Google. <laughs> yes, yeah. Calendar Man Condiment actually is King. cool. He uh he he kills people like on certain days. He's like a serial killer, and yeah, it was kind of cool. Huh. Condiment King got like several lines in this because <laughs> probably just pure purely because of absurd absurdity. But still, he is. I I think he's like, he was a stand-up comedian, and he got like, uh, placed under the spell of uh, not the spell. That's a stupid word. Uh, he got like poisoned or something by a uh, scarecrow, and made him think he mm. was a villain. And he's like, I'm the Condiment King. But he's like just a stand-up comedian, so of course he's gonna come up with something stupid. But yeah. it's not meant to be like a serious threat. Like, Clock King is, and he's kind of, I don't know, he made it a couple appearances in the animated show. He was, uh, I don't know, he was he was bizarre, but, yeah. So, yeah, they're all worth the Google, but they are all real. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Joker has also destroyed the Bat Signal, and also Harley Quinn is also there. She kind of hangs around. Uh, the Joker has a bomb attached to the plate under the city, because they explain it in the news. They're like, Gotham City was built under a flimsy plate. <laughs> yeah, that's just some uh, some nods to the fact that this is a Lego movie, which is awesome. And the mayor shows up to negotiate the city's surrender, but it's just Batman in disguise. Batman in blackface. Mm-mm-mm. Yikes, Batman. Right, canceled. Yeah. Uh, he sings a song about how awesome he is, which is pretty funny. Yes. And he takes out all the villains. Joker's about to get away. Joker says, if you catch me, or you could save the city, your greatest villain, or save the city. And Batman's like, you're my greatest villain. He's like, I don't know, maybe maybe Bane? I don't know, but not you. He's like, what? no, you don't, you don't really mean that. I'm your greatest villain. <laughs> He's like, nope, you don't mean anything to me. And Joker yeah, actually gets nope. really sad about this. <laughs> Yeah, he just, like, roasts the shit out of Joker. <laughs> he does. You feel bad for him, and then he flies off, and Batman saves the city. Yeah. Yeah, Joker, Lego face, 
as crying is really sad looking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so on the way home, Batman shows up at the orphanage and gives all the merchandise, including uh, a young Dick Grayson who's there. Yeah. And Batman heads back to Wayne Manor with the password, Iron Man sucks. I loved that. Yes. But he's lonely. He's watching uh, Jerry Maguire. He's laughing at, like, the romance scenes because he thinks it's dumb, I guess. Yeah. And uh, But you can tell he's lonely. And Alfred wants to talk about Bruce's feelings, and apparently every Batman movie, even the TV show from the 60s, is canon. Because he's like, you know, back in the 60s, you went through a weird, goofy phase. Then you went through this brooding phase in the <laughs> 90s. And then you went through a really strange phase in the late 90s. And it's like they're just cutting through to, like, yeah. images of everything. So, yeah, it's, Lego all, it's all canon. Of, <laughs> yeah, Lego-fied images of the uh, previous movies, yes. Yes, so everything that happened is canon in this world, which I kind of like. And Alfred says, your biggest fear is being a part of a family again, because you're afraid you'll lose them. He's like, no, it's snakes, or clowns, or snake clowns. And that becomes a running gag. But he's got to go speak at Jim Gordon's retirement party. He doesn't want to, but then he does, because he gets to play dress-up. Yeah. On the news, Superman talks about beating Zod. And he's like, that was my greatest villain. And Joker's like, see, Superman gets it. Why can't Batman? And then Joker's like, I got a great idea. So yeah, we cut to Dick or uh, the um, at the retirement party. One of the orphans, Dick Grayson, wants to talk to Bruce, the most famous orphan ever. And but Bruce is distracted by the new commissioner. He is quite taken with Rosario Dawson. I don't blame him. <laughs> yes, and. While the Dick's just rambling on about... The, I, oh, my gosh. There was a line that was so funny. He's like, oh, my name's Richard Grayson, but my the kids at the orphanage call me Dick. He's like, well, kids yeah. can be mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, orphans can especially be mean. That was so funny. Uh, yes. But... Good stuff. Uh, so Dick's just rambling on. He's like, what about if you adopted me? He's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Let's Let's do that. Not listening to a word he's saying, he's just taken back by the commissioner. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. It's Barbara Gordon, by the way, and she has a plan to fight crime. Yeah. It's like, you know, Batman's done she a good job it. stopping the villains, but he doesn't catch any of them. She wants Batman to team up with the police, and Bruce is like, I don't like this, this sucks. But then the Joker yeah. and all of his villains show up. And then Bruce suits up to become Batman. So Joker and Batman are about to fight when Joker just surrenders. In fact, all the villains surrender. And Batman's like, what's going on? And it's like, yeah, they're all gone, so we don't need you anymore. So they're, they're happy. Gotham is crime-free now. And Batman's like, oh, so now I'm just Bruce Wayne. I don't have a reason to be anymore. So he goes and he's spying on Joker in the prison and he tells Barbara, well, Barbara catches him spying. He's like, you and I both know that Joker's up to something and, uh, you know, I, uh, what we need to do is we need to send Joker to the Phantom Zone, which is what Batman did to Zod. So 
Batman used his computer to figure out how to send Joker to the Phantom Zone, but Alfred put a lock, a parental lock on it, which is funny. <laughs> He's like, you need to yes. get to know your son. And Batman doesn't want to, so Alfred just lets Dick into the Batcave. And Batman then figures out that, you know, way to send Joker to the Phantom Zone is to use the Phantom Zone projector. It's in Superman's fortress, but on, but he's too big and muscle-bound to uh, break in. And he's like, hey, Dick's small. He could do acrobats. We can send him in. So he gets the Robin costume, but he's not called Robin yet. And he wears the underwear, which is very funny. Hey, that's a Reggaemon costume. Yes, that's true. But then he's like, these pants yeah. are so restrictive. And he just tears yeah. them off. He's like, ah, much better. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was hilarious. So Batman and Robin, they go to Superman's Fortress, but uh, it's the 57th Justice League reunion party, and Batman wasn't invited. <laughs> oh, well. Meanwhile, Dick goes... Batman I mean, is, like, the weakest uh, member of the Justice League. But the coolest. But apparently not. Yeah. They don't like him. They've invited the Wonder Twins, which is very funny. <laughs> yeah. So meanwhile, Robin, after... Well, I guess Dick, he's not Robin yet. He, uh, after some... Some difficulties. He does get the Phantom Zone projector. So Batman goes back to uh, Arkham Asylum. He sends Joker to the Phantom Zone, but Barbara has him locked up for doing that. So it's like, hey, yeah. you can't do that. It's illegal. So And Robin locked up as well. Mm-hmm. Although Batman should have gotten a trial. Yeah. Oh, well. So Joker's, in the, yeah, so Joker's in the Phantom Zone, and he meets Phyllis. Not... Phyllis from the office, Ellie Kemper from the office. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a brick, a Lego brick. <laughs> and yes. She, she guards the Phantom Zone. And inside, Joker meets the Gremlins, the Kraken, Jaws, King Kong, Sauron, Voldemort, the Flying Monkeys, Wicked Witch, Medusa, the robots from Doctor Who, I don't know what they're called. I'm sorry, I've never watched it. Uh, Agent Smith, a creature from the Black Lagoon, the Raptor from Jurassic Park, and Dracula. All the best villains, I guess. So, outside, Harley Quinn steals the Phantom Zone projector and releases everyone. So Joker has new allies. Stronger allies, I guess. So he uses Sauron to find Batman. He finds him at Wayne Manor. And it's like, ah, that must mean Batman is Bruce Wayne's roommate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Joker can't put it together, even though it's right in front of his face. Also, yeah, this uh, Dennis Daly, oh my god. <laughs> uh, that's why we got a new GM so we could uh, get rid of the Dennis Dailies of the world yeah for sure uh, which thank you for him by the way hope he works out oh yeah the uh, what's what the hell's his name Rand something or other Rand Curthon I think yeah was he the one you told me like you wanted like a month ago I guess he was I just read like a list of like here's who are good candidates and then he was number one and I'm like okay <laughs> I mean my <laughs> my works. my philosophy on GMs is like just take someone from a good team it's like yeah you, that's usually how it works I mean it's, it's like I wouldn't take anyone from like the Texans so it's like no okay Eagles that would work you know, um, Chiefs is okay. You know, Buffalo would be fine. Just you know, avoid the 
like avoid the Raiders Someone get- or avoid the the Broncos, you know. Yeah. So, let's see. Okay, so yeah, they find a uh, uh, Wayne Manor and back at Arkham Asylum, Barbara agrees to let them out, but he has to do it with them. It's like you can't do this alone. And they asked about getting the villains to help, and then Batman just buries Suicide Squad. He's like, using villains <laughs> yeah. to fight villains? That's a stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> so Batman flies on the Batplane to the new Joker Manor on Joker Island. So that looks fun. Had a roller coaster on there. So uh, Dick is knocked off the plane, but Batman saves him. Alfred is too, but Batman can't save him. So Barbara, ba- Alfred is also dressed like a Batman, which is funny. So uh, Barbara uses the plane to chase after him. Batman finally realizes he needs to work together to win. So Batman gets the Kraken to blast Sauron with a fireball, which I didn't know the Kraken could do. And it kills Sauron, so we got rid of like the main villain, I guess. Yeah. The most powerful, I would say. So after a selfie, Batman is afraid for his family, so he uses the machine to send them back. He uses a machine to send them back to the city for, like, a dinner. He's like, just take them to the Chinese restaurant and order egg rolls. <laughs> yeah. It's really sad, though, because it's like, you know, you see, like, Batman is on the cusp of making a really, you know, li- making a lot of progress, and then, nope, panic set in. Mm-hmm. Well, he, you know, Dick took the selfie, and it reminded him of his parents. He took a selfie with him and his parents, yeah. and he's like, well, I lost them. I can't lose these this family too. Yeah. So uh, he's like, yeah, just go back to the city until the attack is over. Meanwhile, Joker wants Batman to say he hates him, and then Batman won't do it. <laughs> no, like, oh, I'm annoyed with you. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. No. So Joker sends Batman to the Phantom Zone. Says, "Fine, I'll destroy Gotham." So Batman gets to see Phyllis, and Phyllis scans him to see, and she's like, uh, you're not a bad guy, but you're not really nice to people sometimes, <laughs> but you don't really belong here. And then he just shows his clips throughout the movies of Batman just being like a dick to people. Yeah. You know? And Phyllis also shows Batman that his friends are in trouble. Batman tells her, I need to let him out. Send me, send, I'll, I'll bring back all the bad people, and I promise. She's like, well, okay, but you do need to work together this time. So, he agrees, and he saves his friends from, like, an attack of the flying monkeys and the Doctor Who robots. And he kind of apologizes, but not really... And then he says, he did it because I was a... Fr- and then they're like, okay, you're, you haven't learned a thing. And he's like, no, no, no. I did it because I was afraid of the pain I felt when losing someone close to him. I don't want to lo- have that feeling again. So then, you know, uh, Barbara's like, okay, I forgive you. That makes sense. And then he makes... He's like, oh, but look, he made bat signals for everyone. So... They got an Alfred signal and a Batgirl signal and a Robin signal and and then he gets, yeah he gets Good. yeah he gets all the bad guys from Arkham to help and they build new vehicles which I love when they just build Legos in the Lego movie <laughs> yeah yeah and then they get their costumes like I said and 
So there's the big all-out attack of the villains. They start sending them all back to the Phantom Zone. But the bomb goes off, and Batman and everyone, like, the city is split in two. And they all stack on top of each other like Legos. And But they can't yeah. quite reach across the brid. Well, the, 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 the chasm, the big gaping whatever. And... Yeah. They're like, Joker, you know, he's on the other side. And it's like, reach over, save us. And Joker's reluctantly, he's like, all right. He's like, uh, I, besides, I, I need you. I did need you. You're right. So that's what Joker wanted to hear. And mm-hmm. Joker stacks on top of a few people. And they grab each other across the, the way. And they start pulling the city together. And then it's like, click. Just snaps into place. (laughs) That was so funny. Just snapped into place. Yeah. Yep. And he finally is like, "Ah, I, uh, I do hate you, Joker." And then they're all happy. So it's like, "I hate you more." Mm Mm-hmm. And later on, Batman tells Robin he has to go back to the Phantom Zone because I made a promise. And Batman reveals Mm -hmm. that he is Bruce Wayne. And. Uh, Batman calls them. He's like, you are my family. He tries to go back to the Phantom Zone, but Phyllis rejects him. He's like, you're not bad. You belong here. And Batman and Robin then hug out. Sorry, they hug out. They hang out at the mansion over some wacky credits. Mm Mm-hmm. They watch Jerry Maguire. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a short review, but it's, I mean, there's so many sight gags, it's hard to recite them all. Yeah, um, exactly. I just I, and the action. I mean, I guess it's action, I guess, but it's just it's very wacky. So I here's mean, the thing: this was fun. This was a fun hour and forty minutes. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun. I don't regret. I don't regret having seen this. It it does feel like uh, what's the what's the word here? Like a transitional episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a nice change but, of pace. I'm glad we uh, got to do it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, with that, I mean, we're time. it's time for us to grade this. Oh, and, this. I, and I, I almost got... forgot, I almost forgot. Great soundtrack, too. Yeah, yeah, Man in the Mirror, Richard Cheese, mm-hmm. Man in the Mirror version. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, you know, other stuff, too. Great stuff. This this was fun. <laughs> and I'm stuff. I'm going to... Yeah, that's me being vague. Uh, I'm going to agree with the fans here. I'm going 8 out of 10. And uh, mostly, like, just from the comedy of Zach Galifianakis and Michael Sarah. Okay, okay. I'm looking to see, because I forgot to do awards, but I'm looking, I'm not seeing any major awards. Just, um, it did win a lot of awards, but nothing, no Oscars, no Golden Globes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of Critics' Choice things, MTV Movie Awards, Kids' Choice Awards, whatnot. Uh, yeah. Apparently there was a canceled sequel. Hmm. It's too hmm. bad. It was going to have uh, Lex Luthor. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe but, Jesse Eisenberg played him again. Yeah, maybe. But I, I'm guessing it was going to be like this Lego Super Friends. I'm guessing after... Uh, uh, after Lego 2, I don't know, like I said, I don't know what it was. It just didn't, 
didn't catch me like this movie did in the first Lego movie, but yeah, I'll go, uh, I'll go eight and a half. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's a good movie for the family. You don't even have to like Legos. It doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's just, uh, it's just good fun. You know, it's a good hour and a half or so to watch it. And, um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, same. Well, folks, with that, next week, mm. where can we watch this, Ed? Is it on Disney Plus? I think so. Let me double check. I was yeah. gonna take a look. Well, it is. Yes, I thought so. Okay. I just want to make sure. We got. Uh, okay. Yeah. It is Logan. Logan. On Disney Plus. Can X-Men rebound after a X-Men apocalypse? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Not quite. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the third trilogy of this spinoff of Logan, even though X-Men Origins Wolverine and Wolver- uh, The Wolverine are kind of related. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So the trilogy yeah, that just keeps that goes from bad to worse, or sorry, bad to so good, with which is this dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps yo-yoing. This dropping on February second, just days before the Pro Bowl. Ooh. Uh, Logan will drop on February nine, just days before the Super Bowl. And who's to say who will get there? I know as of recording date, my Niners have a one in eight chance of being the Super Bowl champion. So we'll see if they can keep that up. That'd be cool. Yeah, I've never, uh, never, never won a Super Bowl. Well, you mm. weren't old enough to appreciate the Niners Super Bowls of the '90s, so mind that probably I'm not alive. Off, yeah, uh, the last time they won a Super Bowl, I was like four months old. Okay, yeah, you couldn't appreciate that. No, Hell, I couldn't even appreciate the Titans Super Bowl appearance. I was a, I was a fan of like one and a half years at that point of the team, so mm-hmm. I couldn't even appreciate it. Also, I thought, no, I mean, yeah, you this, could... this is going to be way more to come. We got a young team that's <laughs> yeah. stacked, and uh, yeah. yeah, that didn't work. I was going to say, you, you know, you can appreciate it in retrospect anyway, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, but... I, I mean, look, they, they, they had a very good team. They just, they kept, yeah. they encountered uh, Peyton Manning in the Ravens defense too many times in the playoffs, and that'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that Tom Brady got it. us once, once or twice. Yeah. So. That'll 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 do it. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. That'll do mm-hmm. it, folks. Thank you for listening. Join us next week when we review Logan. And to quote Batman, <laughs> I hate you, Joker. I'm gonna make a change. For once in my life It's gonna feel real good Gonna make a difference Gonna make it right As I turn up the collarbone